you may not know his face. Hey, look at this, look at this, look at this. Oh! But if you recognize his voice. Oh, yes. You're among the devoted followers who watch him chase breaking news on CBS2 and KCAL 9 News. Stolen vehicle uh, officers, weapons out. In the air and now on a mic. That's kind of nuts. Here's Stu Mundell. <laughs> I'm Stu Mandel. We're sitting down today with Tommy Chong, one of the guys who's like one of the original trailblazers. He lit the way for all these type of great comedies. Uh, if you know, if you, you you hear Tommy Chong, you're probably going to think about Cheech and Chong. There was a fantastic movie, 40 Year Anniversary, uh, Up in Smoke. It's, uh, you know, to me, from from my age group, it was the original uh, road trip movie. It wasn't uh, it wasn't Bob Hope and Bing Crosby, but uh, but it definitely was a road and it was definitely a trip with you guys. Yeah, it was, uh, and, and we weren't trailblazers, we we're joint blazers. Joint blazers. Yeah, that's a, that's a new phrase. <laughs> a new I'm phrase. Yeah. Hashtag. Yeah. You got to, for the, for, the, for the, you know, the young folk, you got to do hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> so 40 years, uh, a lot's changed. Uh, you, the comedy, though, and you uh, as a person, it, 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 it iconic. It mm -hmm. hasn't changed. Yeah. Uh, how, do you, how do you view other people viewing you? It's hard, you know, to think about it. I, 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 I've had such a blessed life, you know. I've been blessed all my life because I started very, very, very poor in Canada. In Canada? And, uh, like, there. In Canada, like, if you were homeless, you were dead because you'd freeze to death. Winter? You know? yeah. yeah, we had two weeks of summer. And Regardless, bears. yeah. And, oh, bears and, you know. <laughs> it, it was a, a rough upbringing, but it it helped so now that i'm here you know yeah. on my own terms you know basically um i'm so blessed that i i can't stop smiling yeah. you know and so when i meet everybody I, I no matter who it is no matter what they tell me they they uh positive I, I feel love i feel love for everybody now. dude and you know what it, it really it does come across it comes across even in the early stuff it comes across when i met you right now you you have you do you have like this positive energy to mm -hmm. you very positive mm -hmm. and super mellow uh the movie itself you know it was it was you know i you read this you read the reviews and they talk about how it was like a shoestring budget made a hundred million dollars what a shock and his stuff and when you when when i watched it when i watched it when i was a kid i was thought it was hilarious i was like oh this is awesome you know mm -hmm. and because of this i rewatched it again and there was a lot of reminiscence but you 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 know instantly you saw something different in that movie you saw that it was it was it wasn't what was the com? It was it, that's that's what I'm trying to say. I, I talk on television sometimes. Mm -hmm. It was for the common folk. It was for everybody. You yeah. know, the the normal people, as I would call it. Well, last night or this early this morning, I kind of woke up and I started thinking about because I've been doing a lot of interviews about right. up and smoking. What is it? And you know what what made it uh, uh, so popular? And you know what you know what the answer really is? It's a musical. It is. It is. It's a musical. It's a road trip with just enough music that it doesn't, you know, bug anybody. So it can't be called a musical. <laughs> but when you look at when you look at the whole thing, right? It it goes right toward the rock. We end up at the Roxy. Yep. And then we end up singing and playing right. our hit song that we had recorded with Lou Adler, and. Uh, and in the movie, we just happened to write that song in a half hour while I was... Really? In, well, 
that's what it was. We, we had just met, see? In the movie, we had just okay, met. Okay, okay, okay. And so we never had time to do all. But it's the magic of movies, mm -hmm. especially musicals. Yep. Because it goes back to those times. Hey, I got an idea. Because I was watching a, a TV coming home, and there's a, a detective show where they sing. You know, they break into singing. I, I can't remember the name of the, the show or anything, but it's brand new. Okay. And 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 there there is a black guy and a white guy, and they're like a Cheech and Chong pair of detectives, and and they're going to try to solve these crimes and that. And then they every once in a while they break into song, <laughs> and and just like that karaoke show. That's out now, you know? Yeah. They're, they're talking all of a sudden, all of a sudden they break into songs. So I looked at it and I realized Up in Smoke yep. has that same vibe. Yeah. That it's magical. And it's and that's the magic of movies. You can only do that in the movies. Yeah. And that's what Up in Smoke did. Was it, uh, was, was, you know, talking about the movie, just another question. I mean, was it, when you guys were making the movie, was it cumbersome? Was it work or was it you guys were just really having fun? We were laughing so hard. That, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know? Uh, I, I heard, uh, yeah, yeah, we were we were having so much fun because we were smoking dope and we were having, <laughs> and you know, we were thinking up jokes as we were doing one joke. We think another uh, of another one. Yeah, you know, we weren't we weren't hemmed in with a script, right? You know, and and though I I did write a lot, I wrote forty pages of the whole you know the whole the basic idea the basic you know the roadmap of where yeah. we're going you know getting deported and, and all that stuff you know and the and the side stuff but like lou adler and lou lombardo um you know lou lombardo was like the producer the robert altman guy you know that he had we had robert altman's crew and lou adler was the director and they did all the detective stuff they did the sergeant stadenko oh, you know, yeah, yeah. They, oh i remember those guys they know this <laughs> they knew the straight stuff yep. And so they, they did all that, all that stuff. So that movie was a perfect storm. Yeah. Uh, Cheech and Chong and Lou Adler, it was like unbeatable. It was. It was fantastic. You, you know, you mentioned the music. Uh, they, there's a Pandora channel, Cheech and Chong Pandora. Did you get? Did you I know didn't that? know that, dude. I, I, I was listening to it, and it has a lot. Of, it has a lot of Cheech and Chong on there. As, How come as I the didn't music, know that? I, 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 Is it because I'm not getting paid for it? Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's. Did what I just is. out somebody? I'm sorry. Uh, but they they play they play a lot of your music I bet on there, do. and then there's a lot of comedy skits involved yeah. in there also, and then they they bring in a lot of others. But well, it, it's a good. It's, it, it, you should listen. I, you might I, enjoy. Well, it. I know. I got Pandora. I got I got Alexa. Anybody, so, do you do you do you have Alexa? Alexa, she her we argue all the time. Really, who wins? <laughs> no, she does uh. all the time. I'll ask for a song, and it's just like I don't think I want to hear that. And, and then here's a tune that you might like. <laughs> I have a lot of fun with Alexa. So uh, I just gotta I gotta share a little bit. So you know, back in the day, super young Stu, uh, and I went to the bookmobile, and this kind of just shows you. The, the the culture and I went to the bookmobile and I got the album Los now, now Los I'm, Cochinos Los Cochinos yeah. I got that album I'm like twelve yeah and I brought it home and I listened to it and I you know in I'm in Chicago you know twelve years old I'm listening to this and I get 
think I got the jokes, but it was freaking hilarious. I was on the phone calling my friend saying, you got to come over and hear this. And now, and now I'm looking back at it and I'm like, I got that from the bookmobile. And I'm thinking to myself, did the bookmobile driver know what this was? And like, hey, kid, you should listen sure, to this. Sure. Or were they just oblivious? They no, were just like, oh, it's a record. You it's know? product. It's product. It's product. It's on the hip parade. Yeah. See, that's where Lou Adler that's what the magic of Lou, because Lou had a record company. Okay. And whatever we did, he got it right into the mainstream immediately, you know. That's how we won Grammys, Yeah. you know, with all our stuff. Can you imagine? The first time we were on Ed Sullivan, we had been nominated for a Grammy for our first album. And so Ed Sullivan had to do the announcing. And so, and the best comedy record is Chi and Sean. <laughs> He's he almost could, as bad as me oh, and Chino. And because of our records, they took the comedy awards off the, off the air after that. Because no. of because of Cheech and Chong. Are yeah. you kidding me? Oh yeah, we were we were brutal. I mean, well, see, we broke all the rules. But see, yeah. that's the thing. So so the culture, the 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 culture. Obviously, it's changed. Obviously, there's been they caught up to us. They did. Yeah. They they finally did. You guys yeah. were were ahead. Now you know everybody's catching up. Yeah. Uh, Kids today, I don't you don't want to sound like I'm super old, but you know, kids today they just don't they don't they don't see it the same way we no. do. No, thank God. Thank God, right? Yeah. Um, but can you imagine raising the same kid and that thought like you? Oh, God, that'd be so boring, man. <laughs> I got some kids at home right now, and I, I was you know gonna, what I'm saying. I was going to no, say that that separation is there for a reason. You know? Yeah. It's because they have to, uh, you know, get their own identity. Right. My kids, uh, you know, they they had to they had to grow up before I did. In fact, they're still a little older than me. That was the only way that I could maintain who I was and and what I thought, you know, because my kids start taking. They still take care of me now, yeah. because in order to maintain that that teenage mentality you know you have to give up a lot of things like uh, Adult opinions yeah <laughs> oh, who needs those man <laughs> so uh actor mm-hmm. voice actor yeah comedian yeah. singer yeah songwriter dancer Dan- i didn't know dancer dancer I'll really dance with the stars oh. Man. I was the oldest guy to make it to the finals. Now, see, now I got it. I got it. I, it's Google after the interview. Yeah. Uh, and then I artist. Yeah. I, I, I'm telling you, I was. That's the hardest one. Really? What? Yeah, because you can't call yourself an artist. Someone else has to, to call, call you. Yes. Someone else has to call you an artist. And in order to be called some, uh, an artist, you have to put yourself up to be judged. And that's the hardest part. I still haven't got to that point yet. Really? No. No? No. What, what, can we see your art? I mean, is there art to be seen? Eventually. Okay. Eventually. But not right away. You know, I like this. Like I make these. You know. That's super cool. Yeah. I, I did definitely eye-catching. Yeah. This, this is a pipe, by the way. Oh. It's actually called Not a Pipe because I went to jail for pipes. And so <laughs> I made a series of these. And I don't sell them. Oh. I just make them. I wear them. I don't sell them. I don't give them away. Well, I give a few away. It depends on, you know, how how well built the girl is. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, with the, with the new laws and the new the the new United States, what's your favorite state right now? State? Yeah. A uh, state of oblivion. I state guess. of oblivion. Yeah, that's what you have to do nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because hey, I'm telling you. Uh, having Trump in the White House, mm-hmm. what it is is okay. The, the whole United States is a ship. Yep. Okay, and 
when you get close to port, you have to call in a, 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 a port master, someone that knows how to steer the ship into the port, see? Well, the port master has to know how to do the ship and everything else. Right. He can't lie. If he says he knows where all the reefs are and that, you have to believe him because he's got a big ship. Okay, now we got a, a portmaster that lied. Mm. He doesn't know how to steer the ship. Uh -oh. <laughs> he, he just knew how to get elected. He doesn't know how to run the me mechanism called the United States of America. And as a result, you know, uh, the safety features of our Constitution are kicking in. Yeah. They're kicking in. They're protecting us. The ship's taking over. Uh, well, almost. He's steering it, but he and they're keeping him off the rocks. They're keeping him, uh, you know, straight and narrow and everything else. But the good thing, news is, is that he's exposing the weakness in our system. Right. And and when he's finally joining Bill uh, Cosby, then we'll we will be uh, we will be governed by people that went through that scare mm -hmm. and they're well, they forest fire as comey calls it and and then he we're going to come out of it this this country is going to be you talk about making america great again it'll be because of what donald trump did because donald's ex expertise is in demolition yeah see yeah he knows how to, to tear stuff apart yeah. he knows how to take a building down and he hires other people to build it up, and he doesn't pay him. But, but <laughs> he's an expert at demolition, and so he's. This is what he did with us. He's shown us the the strengths and the weaknesses of our system. And oh, now, oh, when he's gone, it's, uh, we're going to live in utopia. And it's all because of marijuana. And you know why? Well, no. It, that, that, okay. I, I, the cell phone. The cell phone has changed our world. Yeah, it has. The cell phone was invented by a marijuana user think about it the 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 computer it was two potheads got together yeah. and they said oh, i got an idea how about this and how about that yeah. and our whole uh infra, you know our whole what we're doing now yeah our social media mm -hmm. was invented all by potheads <laughs> and and that's what's and artificial intelligence alexa all potheads so, so this is why how marijuana has and will well, save the world. And there's one other thing that's going to save the world, thanks to pot too, and that's art. Art, art is going to save the world. And the reason I say that is, you look at back in history, you look at the the pyramids, for okay. instance. Those pyramids did more than just stay there for thousands of years. You know what they did? They showed a population how to create work. Yeah, they and had a how society. to create jobs yep. and and the jobs in order to feed these workers yep. you had to have the farmers mm -hmm. and in order to feed the farmers and the, you had to have the livestock you had to have all that yeah. and you still had time to go to war because now when you needed armies you had these these, guys these builders that are in great shape because great they're shape. moving these rocks and around and now when they go to war they pick up a, a sharp knife and then they go kill a bunch of people keeping the population down so art is is what's going to like the homeless problem in, in LA yes it, the only way we're going to solve it is that we have to come up with art camps not refugee camps but art camps art camps 
and 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 what it is everybody there will have a job building the pyramid or whatever else we come up with you know so and that's from pot man that's that's good that's super good good? that's some good pot yes (laughs) so uh you know you know just in that all that right there it is just the it it is so you you know you're talking about being positive happy everything that you came up with even things that are let's just say touchy you know (laughs) you 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 put this real positive spin on it and i and i i just i i dig that i've always dug that about about you and in everything you see and and you know even even the shows that you've been on, you play you for the mm-hmm. most part, and it always comes off as that same, you know, lovable character. And it's not a character; it's actually you. Well, what I do, I learned years ago playing music, is I listen. Mm-hmm. See, when when you play music, you can't just play; you have to listen. You have to hear. You have to hear if you're in tune. Right. You have to hear what everybody what else is doing. playing. You have to hear the rhythm you have to hear you have to listen and so what i've done all my life is listen i'm a good listener and so when i meet people i listen yeah and when i see like 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 when i first heard trump i listened to him and and he was fascinating you know because i had to hear what he had to say yeah even though i knew he was lying i still had to hear him and when he's on now i still if he's got a new tweet i'll go check it out because because he is so fascinating and and that's what comes from listening because if you don't listen yeah. then you 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 wall yourself off from from other you know it's like right. ta- it's like tasting you know if you don't taste you you're not going to decide you're not going to discover new new foods right. or new new ex- new experiences you got you got to ta- you know you got to hear everything you got to ha- hear right. the other point of view yeah. and actually listen to it yes. not go there with yes. a, oh you're wrong just yeah. kind of listen, and it's, it's the same. And so then you can decide. Yeah. You make the decision. And the other thing I learned, you know, and I learned this in jail, kind of in jail. Uh, it was before I went to jail. But <laughs> everything you need to know about life is in the Bible. See, the Bible, mm-hmm. it's not only a, a holy book, you know, about God, but what it is, it's a book about humanity, yep. about people. Yep. And every story, we're everybody. And, 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 and I learned this, on, and this is the first time I'm saying this on, on anything, okay. e- even a podcast, is that I figured out, finally figured out what gurus and what uh, holy men learn. Uh, the secret is written in the, in the first part of the Bible. Uh, it's called, uh, there was uh, Alpha Omega, I think it's, no beginning and no end. Right. Eternity. Eternity. So what I, what I realized, and then Shakespeare came up with something. Uh, all, the whole world's a stage. Mm-hmm. And we're actors. Now, I thought it was very biblical until I talked to my, my daughter, who's a Shakespearean uh, perf- uh, uh, expert. And she said, no, he just meant this, you know. Yeah, he just meant But that like, one little phrase that yeah. the whole world's a stage and we're actors, mm-hmm. it's so true. And then you combine that with eternity. You will, us humans, first of all, we're eternal beings. We are eternal. Everything is eternal in in the universe. Like the scientists say that every drop of water that was here in the beginning is still still here. here. Okay, so if water's still here, then 
uh, uh, soil is still here. Everything is still here yeah. in different forms. Yeah. We're still here. We're ninety percent. We're ninety percent water. Yeah. So if water's been here, we're ninety percent of us at least has always been here. Eternity. Yeah. Eternity. So that means we have time, and when you have time, you can do you like if say, you, say say you're in a theater company and you you've been there all your life. You've managed to play every part that was available in that theater company. So when you read the Bible, you can see all the different people that you will eventually be playing. Because being eternal, you keep coming back. Dude, and what deep. do you come back for? You come back for knowledge. That's the only because, thing you take with you. Because we're, that's the only thing that we, we're here to do. Yep. We're here to learn. Learn experience. Now, and, ex and it's not always learn good. Yeah. You have to learn bad. Because if, it, if the world's a stage and we're in a play, there has to be bad guys. The world would be so boring if there was just good guys. And true that. It, it wouldn't work. Yep. It wouldn't work because for every action, there's a reaction. So if you've got good, you have to have bad. Yep. And if you've got high, you have to have down, you know, low. And so only in the physical world, though, you yep. see? Because we're only eternal in, in the spiritual world. But in the physical world, everything has a life cycle, every, a, a life span. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But in the spiritual world, which we are part of, there is no beginning and there is no end. And so no matter what happens, it's going to change, good yeah. or bad. I, uh, a long time ago, Bible, I, I, I was looking at it, basic instructions before leaving earth. <laughs> Bible. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. Questions before leaving Earth. There you go. But you don't leave. Yeah. Well, our our physical body ends, but uh, but the spiritual, like you're saying, yeah. you so you're a believer in reincarnation. You're a believer that we come back. I'm not a believer. I I, I know. You know it. I know it. But it's, uh, it's in front of our eyes. So I'm, I got to ask, and uh, is this is going off in a direction? But I I have to ask because you you you, you seem. I love your point of view. So somebody once told me that every spirit is a, like a drop in the ocean, right? So you go, basically we're here, we do what we, we, we need to do, experience, mm -hmm. and then we pass, and then we take those experiences with us, and we go back to that ocean. And then somehow that ocean, come, you know, there's another drop to be another person, right? Mm -hmm. So who is that other person? Am I going to go back and take all my knowledge and everything and just kind of mix it in with everybody else's? Or do you come back as you no. what you do you, it depends on what course you need to take you see it, it, whatever course you need you know uh, doesn't matter I mean when, when you pass you, you know how they say your life goes flashes right yeah, right? yeah okay yeah. that's really your exa you're, you're going through okay I learned this. all the stuff yeah. I messed up here I messed up there I messed up there uh, you will come back as to 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 again to learn whatever you need to learn to correct to correct the mistakes to become not really just just no there's no such thing as mistakes if you think about it it's just experiences yeah. that's all we just take experience whether it's good bad or other you know, who's to judge you see there was when you read the bible you know there was a time that everything that people are going to jail for used to be legal <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, marrying a, 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 a child that was legal. That was in the Bible, you know. Uh, you know, Moses had how many, you know, thirty wives, something like that. And yeah, but then they wouldn't eat lobster, though. So I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> was there again? You know, the 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 they would 
use spirituality because that's the only way they could communicate with people back right. then. Because you know how violent yeah. the world was back then. Oh, everybody carried around a sharp object, you know, if you were of that noble breed. Yeah. And if you weren't, you had to, you know, keep your head down. It was, it was terrible. It's kind of like that now, but <laughs> but in a more civilized way. But again, everybody's here to learn. Yeah, we're learning. No, you know what? That one, I I I I've said that to people. Yeah. I've said that to people, uh, my friends, many times. You know, the 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 secret to life is really just to enjoy and do what you can do, and right. and, and and gather as much information and things, and not not physical things, but see things, experiences. Well, it depends. You know, yeah. everybody. To me, happiness is is just being uh, alive. You know, that's yeah. if, if if you got a, an attitude. I wasn't like when I went to prison. I, I what did you go to prison for? Uh, bongs. No way. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> paraphernalia, paraphernalia. The government wanted me. Uh, they wanted. They they did an Operation Pipe Dreams, oh, and they uh, and they shut down the bong business. And that was. Uh, uh, George Bush and Ashcroft, and they were looking for a, a, a hippie, a, a, a reason to attack hippies right. to, to distract from the Iraqi war. And I really went, I was the only one that went to jail, and I think it was because I said on the, the press, my lawyer told me, don't talk, don't, don't say a do, word, yeah. but how can you, you can't shut me up, you know. <laughs> I'm like Donald <laughs> Trump, man, I had to talk. What do you mean don't talk? I got to talk. And so when, the, when they asked me why I'm being uh, persecuted, I said, <laughs> because uh, uh, Bush is, the only weapons of mass destruction Bush found were my bongs. <laughs> It got a laugh. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm nine months in jail. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> that's, that's but a- but I but prison really taught me a lot. It, I, it was a it was like a, a big eye opener for mm-hmm. me. You know, it changed my life. And I met great people. You know, I met Jordan Belford, helped him write the Wolf of Wall Street. You know, um, yeah, it was it was an incredible experience. Wow. And I'm wishing Bill and Cosby. You know. Bill, take it easy, man. Don't don't freak out. It's going to be okay. You're going to be in with people that really love you, and you're going to learn. You're going to teach, and you're going to enjoy. You're going to, and then you're going to be think about what you did. But that's okay. You did it, and now you're going to have to do what I did. You know, go to jail. Tommy Chong always always with the positive uh, spin on things. I love that. Absolutely, man. I totally dig that. Absolutely. I I had cancer, man. I ended up, uh, you know. Making a joke out of that, can you imagine? Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, with all the medical marijuana that uh, you've consumed, I can't see how that happened. Uh, no, well, the that, next thing you're going to no, see, like, well, 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 that's what happened. When they put me in jail, uh-huh. they tried to get me, bust me for smoking pot. So I never smoked the entire time I was in jail. Because that's the great thing about pot. If you don't want to do it, you don't, it's not addicting. It's not addicting. And so I, I cut, cut pot. I stopped it for, for nine months. And then I got cancer. See, I got cancer at, during that time. Wow. So I think it was the lack of my medication. Yeah, that, could that, be. But it was a prostate, uh-huh. and it was a low-moving uh, cancer. So I started treating it with, uh, with marijuana, 
and I didn't know how to treat it. You know, mm -hmm. you smoke it. What do you do? And Eat it. So, right. so because it goes uh, through there. The doctor told me uh, suppositories. Oh, there you go. Right? <laughs> and so when I'd be on TV, uh, you know, Dancing with the Stars, they'll say, "How do you treat cancer?" And I'd say, uh, "Well, you know, you you get the suppositories and then <laughs> you put on some loose fitting clothes, and then you then you." Turn the lights down. <laughs> some some soft music. Put put on some jazz. There you go. Put on a little jazz. Get some <laughs> coconut oil. <laughs> and then Dead I'm end. joking like that. <laughs> Next thing I know, I do Dancing with the Stars. I I get off the show and there's something wrong with me. I go to the doctor. I got rectal cancer. <sighs> and that's where the suppositories went up. So I'm going, oh my god. I'm sorry, God. I was, no, I was joking, sorry, man. That was all a joke. <laughs> so I had to get the operation. Oh, man. And so I got the operation. They had to move the plumbing around. And now I got the, the bag. But see, I made a joke of that. Yeah. I ended up calling the bag the Donald. <laughs> <laughs> And I got some bags with his picture on it. Oh man! <laughs> but I don't want to use it because I want to throw them away. But, but because it's always full of crap and hot air. Yeah. You know, so it's it's a perfect name for it. But you see how the comedic mind works? Yeah. Uh, it's crazy, man. No, it's it's crazy. It's a thing of beauty, dude. It is. It is. It, it is. is. Because you can't hurt these guys. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, there's nothing you can do. You know, put us in jail. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know, we'll take over. <laughs> uh, so the DVD, 40-year anniversary, Up in Smoke. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's, uh, I know it's a Paramount. It's a Paramount deal. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they got a DVD. They got a Blu-ray now. They yeah. don't. They don't have it in... Uh, in the in smoke vision yet or anything like that i don't think that uh, oh no I, I no no they, they got a kit that you can get no it. there it's it's a smoke vision uh when you go to a theater uh-huh in in certain parts of the of the country right it believe me there's there's you can barely see the screen <laughs> for the smoke <laughs> great drive-in movie uh movie up, uh, up in smoke was the best we saved drive-in movie theater that were going under until they showed our movie. They showed it every weekend, and yeah. then they'd have a midnight I, show, and it'd be packed. Yeah, when I, when I was a teen, that was everybody. I mean, and the that's drive -in. the thing. Yeah, the drive-in. And, and they did. I think that was the time that you're talking about, because yeah. I can remember it being there. It was at the Van Nuys Drive-In. So, Tommy Chung, awesome. I, thank I, you. Thank you so much. Enlightening. I'm serious. Uh, it was, well, yeah, it was you, get, you get me stoned, man. I'll, 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 I'll tell you what's going on. <laughs> All right, we got to hook that up. <laughs> okay, man. Wow, this was one of those podcasts where th this was that was a ride. I had no idea we were going in that direction, and where we wound up was awesome. His insight into life and his positive attitude, and just him being him, just so awesome to listen to. It was a great ride, and I hope you guys enjoyed that as well. Of course, we've got to uh, we got to plug the podcast. Give it five stars. Find it. Talk about it. Hashtag CBSLA for all your uh, media needs and uh, social media needs. It's going to be everything. Hashtag CBSLA. Live it. Learn it. Like it. Join it. Follow it. Whatever the whatever they're asking. And of course, me. I uh, you know you've got to got to give Stu a little love too. So go subscribe to the podcast when you find it. You can find it at all. Apparently, I'm hearing from my producer BJ that they now we're on Google Play. 
So moving up in the world, it's probably it's it, it's all because of him. Trust me, I'm sure they did not come to him saying, "Hey, we got to put this podcast on Google Play." So my producer BJ Doll, I you know huge shout out to you, Tommy Chong. Wow, that was a, that was a ride. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, look forward to, to talking to y'all on the next one.